Where are you? I'm in Mexico. Mm. Um, well, we put the podcast out. Oh, did anyone listen? Um, yeah, a few. Did we put a thing on about the Edinburgh Fringe show going on sale? Yep, in the description. Oh, we should put it on the audio, really, and mention the website. Uh, oh. What about the fact that the songs get released on iTunes and Spotify and stuff? Uh... Well, we mentioned it at the end, but I suppose it wouldn't hurt to put it at the start. How do we make them subscribe? Um, I don't know. Are the podcast people just ask? Does it make us any money? No. Um, well, it doesn't. Well, then, well, how do we pay for all the studio time and the production costs and all the things? Desconectado. 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 Starting the podcast, I'm going to say Matthew first. <laughs> we are but my Manish, friend and me. Manish is second, second in the list. I'm frisky, and he's I know. and I'm Manish Laura. is like Judy Dench. You know, if you have Judy Dench in your film, it's and Judy Dench at the end with well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Frisky's like you know, I don't know who are you like Jamie Bell. Jamie Bell, <laughs> you know, a young leading man. I don't know. Oh, this has gone weird. Anywho, anyway, yes, we are Laura Corcoran and Matthew Jones. Yes, Frisky and Manish. <laughs> I'm sorry, I didn't realise it was so important to get it right around. <laughs> I'm scared now. Um, and we are welcoming you to our podcast, which we are calling Social Vomitry. Yeah, it's about songs. Yeah, songs that we've written, yes. not just any song. Yes. Um, and which is why... unusual. It's unusual because we unusual. we used to do songs that other people had written, but sort of reimagining them. In a Although the joke. jokes were ours. They were. Oh, I got cross when people said, oh, you don't write your own jokes. Excuse I know. Excuse me. Rude. Excuse me. Judges of the Comedy Award. Rude. Anyway. Let it go. Um, let it go. Ten years ago. <laughs> literally ten years ago. Um, <laughs> we were robbed, I tells you. So, yeah. This episode, we're going to talk about a particular song that is actually a rather special one, isn't it? It makes quite a few people cry, including your husband. <laughs> it does emotions in people. <laughs> well, and we're glad because actually that was the intention, wasn't it? It's yeah. a song called... Do you want to build a landlord? <laughs> we just should say at this point that when we write songs and come up with titles, that we don't necessarily ever introduce them by that title. That's a shorthand for us. We just go into it, don't we? Um, we just call it landlord. We just but call it landlord. It should be called Do You Want to Build a Landlord because it's obviously influenced by a certain song from a certain animated film about ice and snow. And yes. Yes. Can I reveal the name? Yeah. Frozen, yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yes, it is. Yes, it is, mm. Matthew. Um, <laughs> tonight, Matthew. Why has that never come up before? Brilliant. I've never used it because my name's Manish on stage. But. That's true. Um, so, uh, yes, we stole um, Do You Want to Build a Snowman? Yeah. But we made it about real life. Yes. And it is, it's important to say, legally different musically. Yeah. Yes, I mean, yes. Uh, it takes a great deal of inspiration, but it is it's not obvious the same what song. it is. But yes. yeah, I mean, there's a lot you can do, isn't there? I mean, I think the rule is you can, you know, one note in every seven needs to be different. I mean, you should know because I, should, <laughs> I, I fill in the PRS forms we're and I'm getting claim. sued. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I mean, that's that's also. I mean, Wicked, the musical Wicked. If anyone's a fan of musical Wicked, the um, the tune da 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 da. That's somewhere over the rainbow. Is it? Yeah, yeah. somewhere over the rainbow, and also unlimited together. Yeah. Oh my god! But you can he, they they had to stop after well, how many num, you know notes it is before they changed and changing it exactly. Oh look, so we're actually, learning together, growing and learning. Yeah, this is what um, podcasts are about. Yes. Yeah. So, just like Stephen Schwartz, it's <laughs> legally different. Good that you knew the composer. And I, I met him, babes. Oh yeah, we both and, did. Actually. Yeah, um, and. <laughs> 
we uh, uh, yeah so we liked the structure of that but I suppose yeah. we should say what the song was about first and where it came from yes well it was about the housing crisis it because was. you know as, as with all of the songs that we wrote for this particular show Cabaret we they were all to do with socio-political issues that yeah. were just you know really potent at the time and also, I mean it's still potent and also this was fully affecting both of us and yeah. kind of ongoing because when yeah. we very first moved to London we were sharing a flat together in Marlebone uh, listen listen grab listen, listen like, Eliza Doolittle yes. she lives on listen grab exactly and you, you know that's fit for a pig to live in that's literally what she says in my fair lady and true um, it was zone was that zone one or zone just zone two it was zone one zone one Sweetie. I mean we could walk home from gigs in, in the West End yeah and it, was, it was amazing it was affordable yeah. it was affordable yeah. and and after two years, they decided to put the rent up more than we could stretch to. Yeah. And so we said, sod you, we're off. And interestingly, I actually then moved in with a friend who's, mm. whose parents owned a flat, which is pertinent. To the, yeah, to the um, and, and they were very kind and they only sort of charged me I what was, I had been paying rather than... I was going to say, because that place kind of that increase. you lived in, I mean, it was Highgate. So oh, they could have got loads more. Stunning. Could have really got loads nice more friends. Yeah. Um, and then I moved home. Oh yeah, you bit. moved home for a bit for like six months. Yeah, because I just, I just was. Which there, is there was should, no chance. We should say that's sorry. So it's commutable. I mean, sure. Yeah. And also, you know, my parents very. They, they like having the kids. Around, yeah. So oh yeah. It wasn't sure. like a terrible thing, but I was obviously like, oh, failure to launch. But it is. That's our generation, isn't yeah. it? You know, the we, we live out for a bit and yeah. then we go home. I couldn't just because my parents hate me, but no, they don't. <laughs> they love me. They just live in a really inconvenient place, so it was no for no use. Work, yeah, and absolutely. they also provided us with digs every time we toured and Legend. barbecues. Shout and out Chris everything. and Karen. Woo. Love you guys. Anywho, uh, <laughs> did we save that one? Did I save it? Is it okay? Do you think it was okay? okay. Just about. Um, and then we, uh, and then you moved back into London into Kentish Town, but that was a hovel. I mean, like. <laughs> It was. You never said at the time. No, come on, come on. The smell it was of a damp. Bit damp. A bit damp. You could slice the but air. It was, oh. it was so. It turned there out there were mushrooms. The <laughs> growing on those the carpet. Those were my personal supply. <laughs> oh. No, it was. It was what it was. No, it's. It was like. I mean, listen, growth wasn't much better. It no. was. You know, these are all shabby old houses, yeah. like that have been turned into three flats when they were once a, a tall townhouse. You know, the the landlord probably hasn't been in there for a good twenty years, but is just you know getting successions of new people but in. But I think getting... it was possibly a borderline health risk, and you were paying like a good. Yeah, I mean, but I don't. I don't think I've ever lived in London and not been paying. You know a lot of money for something that possibly wouldn't pass a health test. Absolutely. Like, yeah. but that's, and that's exactly what that's we're talking about. That's exactly yeah, yeah, what yeah. this is all about. But like, yeah, I just don't want you to imply that I was like specially bad. Like I, I'm just a normal person. It was horrifying. It was completely <laughs> horrifying. Anywho. Just because you were in Highgate with your blooming then, friend's <laughs> mum who like paid for your stuff. Yeah. And then I moved into a new build on Holloway Road and that had mould because yeah. they had... See, I hated that one. They had ineffectively <laughs> ventilated it. Yeah. And their solution to that was, oh, well, you have to have the windows open at all, at times. all times. On, on Holloway, Holloway Road! Road. <laughs> on the A freaking one. You'd be like, like do you want to, after this writing session or this late gig, why don't you stay at mine? I'd be like, I'm good, Yay. thank you. I think that bench looks quite, yeah. It was just um, it was, you might as well have. I mean, it was really, yeah. And and they made us sign a contract that said, you know, they didn't have to sort the problem out. It was so criminal. Yeah. And then again, they were putting the prices up, they put the rent up, they put the rent up, and eventually we just couldn't afford it. So yeah. I ended up moving out to Chelmsford. I mean, that's how bad it got. I know. Yeah. And, and now I live in a, caravan in a field in France I mean that's how bad it got no you see you can't imply that that's the lowest <laughs> it's not the lowest you're loving but I definitely because you own your property I do I own this field yeah. um, but I and the caravan but you had to literally leave the UK 
to get something <laughs> that could be like yeah. a life I actually want. And I had to leave. I had to leave London. I haven't. I haven't done as much as you in terms of. Um, but I, you know, I do pay rather a lot of my monthly income to live in a place by myself. Where do you live? I live in. I'm not going to say it. Go on. It is near, but not that near, Slough. Um, <laughs> the man had to Slough. move to Slough. Slough! <laughs> my grandma was born in Slough. You live it alone. Okay. That's what I said when I told my mum I moved to Slough. That's what she said. And I thought, oh, you see, people live in Slough. Silver lining. People live in Slough. Um, so anyway, this whole thing of increasing rates. And I remember when I actually moved to our little cottage outside Chelmsford. And it's beautiful. Actually. It was a lovely little it place. Nice, yeah. And the landlady was super lovely, super sweet. And did a lot of properties. And, you know, she was, she was, she, she said... Don't worry, we're not going to put the rent up every year. Yeah. But then the next year said, oh, oh but she, obviously we put it on at a low rate to attract. So we obviously have to put it on. But put that it up. Literally contradicts what Directly she said. contradicts. And then the next year again, she said, well, we did. And we, I think we managed to talk her down. So she didn't go quite up as far as she wanted to. And she said, well, this year we are going to have to put it up to that. And when I asked why, I, she just said, well, it's the market value. And uh, I just thought, you don't, you don't actually need this extra. 30 40 pounds a month you don't yeah. your your livelihood you exactly your livelihood is not depending upon this she, she was she was a very, i mean i don't want to know i don't know her circumstances but she gave to all the outward appearances of being extremely comfortably off yeah and we were living hand to mouth and yeah. for some reason she needed that 40 pounds more and it wasn't that she needed it it was that she could get it and therefore she was entitled to it and it really it it was it was just it was just Galling, yeah, and 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 in fact inspiring. Well, quite <laughs> because that's where the song came from. It is, it is. Yeah. Well, then because that it actually happened. Um, we had a little garden party, a little barbecue at our place with some friends of ours who had um, children of a similar age, mm. and seeing them playing together was super super cute because both girls they were three years old at the time they both bought their princess dresses they loved like Frozen and all Disney they did and one of them had fun being a girl she had a (laughs) that's a different podcast Um, (laughs) one of them had an Elsa dress of course and the other one had a reversible Cinderella and Snow White so you could be either but you okay well she wins but the problem is you couldn't be you couldn't have a, a Cinderella and a Snow White at no, the same yeah. time because if that was you were the same being Cinderella, dress. Snow White was inside you or something. Yeah, well, well, however that, you know, you don't, know I mean. anyway. <laughs> oh. um, and <laughs> they, um, seeing them playing together, they were getting on great. And luckily, everybody loves Frozen, so they somebody wanted to be Elsa at any given moment, and it was going absolutely brilliantly. I'm surprised more, more people did want. To be. And then the inevitable moment came where one of them wanted to be Cinderella and the other one wanted to be Snow White. Yeah, and sweetie, no. There was obviously tears, tantrums. It was kicking off. And I just really vividly remembered their mums sitting down with them separately in different places. And and um, Beatrix, adorable, gorgeous one, who wanted to... She had the Elsa dress and she wanted to be Cinderella, I think. And her mum just really patiently explaining to her, it's not your dress mm. and you've got your Elsa dress just because you want to be Cinderella she doesn't have to let you because it's hers yeah. and that and explain property to a three yeah exactly but then on the other side the other little girl Amelie her mum was saying now you've been being Snow White yeah. you don't need to be Snow White why don't you be Elsa be nice? for a little bit and wouldn't it be nice to share wouldn't it be nice if you and Beatrix could be happy and you could be friends and yeah. wouldn't you know just because you want the same thing why don't you you know do this and seeing those two mothers having that different perspective and and both of them being excellent parents yeah. um but just thinking 
when does that stop? When do we stop telling people that it's okay to share or that they should share or they have a responsibility to share or encouraging them to share? Yeah. And at what point does does property become very, very, very fixed and something you're very, very, very much entitled to? And, and you protect at all costs. Absolutely. And there's an absolute outrageous imposition yeah. to request that property from someone else upon, to be like yeah. imposed upon or had to yeah to be almost guilt tripped into well you know i i i really would like to have some of what you have it's like how dare you make your own absolutely <laughs> absolutely um yeah. and it's not my fault that you don't have the things that i have and why is it my responsibility to to level the playing field yeah um because there's always somebody higher up the tree isn't there there's always john cleese at the top <laughs> Because they're tools. Exactly. Above above Ronnie Ronnie Barker and Ronnie Corbett. Um, And everyone's looking up at him and going, well, if he's not sharing, why should I share? Um, So, yeah. Pay your tax. And I suppose house, you know, houses was the, the, you know, houses are the the logical end point of princess dresses, I find. Well, that's, yeah, that's kind of what happened, wasn't it? When we, when, when we first kind of was looking around this topic, how would we approach the topic that we felt was a really important one in our lives of property rental housing living space um and then you remember yeah that story i mean it essentially comes down to sharing yeah and we just thought well the song from frozen is the reason that structure is so great for this is because you you know that 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 song do you want to pull a snowman you start with the little infant Anna yeah. and elsa and then you go through the years you know you kind of fast forward to teenage and you fast forward to adult and the impulse is the same from anna but as the years have gone by obviously like you know time has changed like situations have changed but there's still this this wish to kind of, I guess, connect or I don't know, you know, to, to share, to share yeah. something with with your, you know, close sister that you miss or whatever. And so we just conceived, didn't we, of this, of this a similar setup with two little girls who go through the years. One of them just, you know, is just in a better situation than the other yeah. and goes from being, you know, being asked to share her princess dress to being asked to, you know, share her property. Yeah. And um, how that would then... <laughs> manifest itself in what we think is a very like on the edge of funny but like dark funny I mean it's 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 sort of it's weird isn't it because I think it was one of the first things we wrote like yes there were a couple of sort of punchline things in there but yeah. it wasn't actually really just written for laughs like we actually had something to no. say yeah, yeah we very much wanted to make a point and also a point like it's not that far removed from the people that we that we know because uh, you know we we mentioned before like we we went to Oxford University but we both came from pretty middle middle lower middle class backgrounds and I think we probably growing up both thought we were somewhere near the top of the tree and then we went to Oxford and we were like oh shit oh I ain't got no titles no land I am inheriting speak for yourself nada that's no, true you went to a school which had houses so you can even just did you not? Why'd you? No. Did you not have ties with different colours for the no. different houses? You didn't have like prefects? No. Well, I think we had prefects. Okay, right. I don't know why houses are suddenly a mark of like, oh yeah, You went to eating. basic, you were in like Gryffindor, so like you're. Anyway. I actually am. I did do the thing on the website. I am Gryffindor. <laughs> you think I'm, what do that you think I'm? Slytherin. Such a Slytherin. Like, Which I would rather be. I was crossed to be Gryffindor. Anywho. Um, yeah. No, yes, yeah. you're, you're right that we, that I think we, it was a bit of a wake up call, wasn't it, to. I mean, because well, I think especially for you when you went, you went to a college that historically is quite upper crust, isn't it? Brosnos, Brosnos, isn't didn't like David, Cam- didn't David Cameron go to Brosnos? David Cameron literally went to Brosnos. Yeah. Um, so it's like you know, there's lots of Eton boys there. Is it Ruggers? You know, yeah. it's it, the, the, or it's well, okay. The perception of it, the conventional perception of it, is that that's whereas I went to a college that was a woman's college and is uh, newer. It's a Victorian college. I went to Lady Margaret. Yeah, you did spew about Margaret Thatcher. So we did not. That was Somerville. Oh, <laughs> the other women's college. Get your facts right. We Sorry. did not prepare this, did we? Sorry. 
it is amazing how some of our contemporaries their setup you just think about you know the, the 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 luck with which they found themselves in a position to be able to pursue something not worrying about immediately having to earn money as soon yeah, as they absolutely. left and being able to you know being able to move into a flat that maybe their parents had you know already owned and so they could you know pay a lower rent or even stay there for free while they're getting themselves set up and yeah. obviously why wouldn't you necessarily take of advantage course, if of you had that opportunity not to judge anyone who absolutely. would ever do that because you know i'm sure i would i mean i certainly did i moved home in between us living together yeah. and took advantage of the fact that my parents were able to house me while i was pursuing a career yeah. in comedy and music you know but it, it is a an eye-opener as to you know, we thought we, yeah, we thought, oh, well, we, we have <laughs> We're all well the opportunities. Off. And then ah. you think, you know, well, we do, but also there's, there's always a, a category above and beyond us. Yeah. But I think that was the thing as well when we were writing this and we were thinking, actually, we know people in this situation. We know people that have a flat. That they are not living That in. they're not living in or, yeah. or that they, or they have something that could be shared yeah. that is not necessarily being shared. And we were pointing it out to people we know, yeah. to people who are in our lives. And who to... would then afterwards maybe say, oh my God, I'm just like that person in your song. <laughs> ha, 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 lol. And we're like, yeah, ha, 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 lol. <laughs> Awkward. If you have a house. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, it's, it is a, it's a very, very, very thorny issue. Yeah. Um, well, interestingly, you know, before we did the song in our show, we would have this little bit of audience participation, wouldn't we, where we actually evicted someone from their seats. I can't believe that we got away with got that. Away with it. Basically, what we did was we just said that the area was being redeveloped and it was a super <laughs> exciting redevelopment. It was going to really improve the view of the people behind them. Yeah. All that had to happen was that those people had to stand up because their seats no longer existed. And then we literally took away their chairs. Yeah. And then we just left them. We didn't give them a solution. Exactly. We Sometimes people gave up like their shared their seats, seat, which was always which intelling, was super interesting. Wasn't it? It was nice, yeah. Sometimes people just like yelled until we gave them their seat back. Like they yeah. wouldn't let the there show continue. There would be continue. a protest of a riot, a yeah. literal cab yeah. riot, which was kind of what we hoped um, for. Sometimes the people in question would just literally Happily. grab their seat and bring it back and put it there. Happily to fight us. And yeah. then sometimes they just acquiesced and they just sat yeah. down cross-legged on the floor and everybody just kind of looked awkwardly at them. Yeah. And we carried on. And it was kind of, it was, it was interesting, wasn't it, how... Uh, that bit of audience participation would make people react in a way that was sort of, you know, oh, how, you know, oh, God, I don't know what to think. Like, this is so, seems so extreme. And then by the end of the song, I feel like they totally got, oh, yeah, that's, I get what the point of that that yeah. was. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that it's quite sad. It is a bit sad. Well, I mean, it makes my husband cry. It Apparently does. something about me doing a baby voice. Do you want to be a princess? I find that find this song really really sad to do because I love little little babies. I know the little image, toddlers, the I image love of toddlers. the yeah, I know because the, the first it opens with this you know this because I, I play the nasty mean bitch one. You don't I? do pl- and so I do beautifully. it. I, yeah, I mean it's obviously casting. It's the right <laughs> casting because everyone you know relates to you and thinks I'm a knob. But yeah, it was really you know it is hard to be so horrible to you. On that. I am adorable. Well, you um, in character. No, I know. Well, <laughs> but that's actually a funny thing because it's quite weird for me to play vulnerable because Frisky is a very yes, true dominant character. Um, a and it, yeah, she's a dominatrix. She has been called. I mean, that's, there's another Dragon's whole issue. That's that. a whole other podcast, babe. Um, but she's a woman of power, and so to suddenly then play vulnerable, I think it was also another part of like the switch and the shock. That's true. The, yeah, and that yeah that. Yeah, that she was being, I mean, essentially kind of abused, you know, verbally abused. But was she? Isn't that just the way of the world? Isn't that just how it is? Capitalism. (laughs) So, so, I don't, I mean, I don't know if we've got anything else to say. (laughs) About the issues. I mean, well, the only thing that 
still occurs to me is that I feel like the, one of the things that we had in our heads when we were writing this was that London was gradually becoming this empty uh, or feeling like it was going to become an empty sort of rich foreign businessman's playground of empty houses that they owned. Yes. And that all the things that made London you know, made it such an attractive prospect to us as workers when we, yeah. you know, when we wanted to come and be performers and work in London. Though, you know, venues getting shut down, Madame Jojo's getting shut down, yeah. Soho Review Bar getting shut down, all the kind of, you know, edgy, weird dives in Soho getting shut down. And what's it being replaced with? And then on the other side of that, looking at the, 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 you know, the fact of who is actually a Londoner now. You know, yeah. Londoners that have been Londoners all their lives maybe have managed to hold on to a little pocket of, you know, property that they've, you know, bought years ago and are just trying to hold on to. But but how can anyone... Where's the new influx of people coming to London and how are you, how are you expecting there to be this diverse range of yeah. creative and interesting, wonderful things happening in this city that we're all, we all, you know, love for those reasons? Absolutely. As as How's it... It just seems... That is bleak and that is hard to find funny after a while isn't it, it so is that's probably why this song ended up being we we actually can't we can't sort of end it on a punchline we can't we no. can't find it funnier than than we do yeah because, because it's don't. bleak yeah it's really bleak and we're both now non-londoners and the irony of it is that we are kind of first wave gentrification type people you know? i mean like we are the awful things that moved into east london I mean, and you know took out all of the cheap things because you know what i mean like started a cafe that serves only cereal, cereal i mean cats. we are that <laughs> We are that. It's funny, actually, because when I moved to Chelmsford... Well, not... I didn't live in Chelmsford. I <laughs> no, I don't live in Slough. I don't live in Slough. I in Chelmsford. Uh, <laughs> when I moved out that way, you know, in Chelmsford itself, there was, you know, there was a Jamie's, there was a McDonald's, there was a Boots, you know, these, you know, so these sorts of things. But then by the time we left, there was, you know, there was there was the Carluccio's and there was, you know, like a Jay Malone. Yeah. And I, that was when it really dawned on me. I was like, oh, shit, I am. I'm really sorry. I am the harbinger. Harbinger of it. Well, I can't afford any of that stuff. Exactly. So can it be your fault? I'm so cool that I'm <laughs> Joe there. Malone followed you. I'm so cool that people are like, oh, there's young and good people here now. And now let's try and sell them things. And I'm like, oh, now I can't afford it anymore. So you were like, where can I go? France. So I've gone to France. Yeah, fair enough. I'm in the, well, the bon chance. Mercy. Madame. <laughs> are you a madame yet? Here. Yeah, I'm married. I'm a married lady. Oh, yeah. Is it not? It's to do with state marital status as much as age. Mm. Who knows? I don't know. <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> no, that note. one doing baguette, mercy. Shapers one. That's any phrase you know, isn't it? <laughs> it's all I need. So this song is is called "Do You Want to Build a Landlord?" Officially, and <laughs> um, it's a real heartbreaker. Hope you enjoy it. Do you wanna be a princess? Come on, let's go and play. I know you have an Anna dress and an Elsa dress, so can I be Elsa today? My mummy says I shouldn't ask, the dresses are not mine. But you can't wear both at once, so sharing should be fine. Okay, then let's play princess. I guess that'd be okay. It's true I have the dresses, but what I must stress is I'm going to be Elsa today. In fact, I think it might be best if I was Anna too. You can be everybody else. Like Olaf, 
I'll wrap you up in paper from the loo. But you don't need them both. How can that be fair? But they belong to me, so why should you get a share? But you're not using it. Why can't I have a chance? That's not how it works. It's not my fault if you have nothing. If you shared, we both have something. Okay, you can have it. If you give me every other single one of your toys. <laughs> Does this mean you're over Jay? He asked me out the other day, so I said okay. I mean, I fancied him since, like, May. I hope that you don't find it weird to see me with your ex. So if you have a problem, babes, hit me back by text. Send. Yes, I have a fucking problem. Oh, that's really fucking rude. We broke up just ten months ago, you skanky hoe. Now I'm in a mood. I mean, I never want him back, but that's not the point. You could have anybody else, but you pick him just to put my nose out of joint. But you don't need them both. How can that be fair? Yeah, but they belong to me, so why should you get a share? But you're not using him. Why can't I have a chance? <laughs> That's not how it works. It's not my fault if you have no one. But if you shared, we'd both have someone. <laughs> oh, okay, you can have him. If you never speak to any other boy in our year ever again. <laughs> Living in New York now Your new job sounds so great I couldn't be more thrilled for you It's what you dreamed you'd do Have you set our wedding date? I can't believe how much has changed From 20 years ago We'd play princesses every day And belt out, let it go OMG, how are you? I know it's been insane Both Greg and I have city jobs So we're working lots But I really can't complain We're getting married here next June Be great if you could come A nice surprise to hear from you Take care Give my love to your mum Well, actually, mum's not been so good this year But now she's got a full-time care which is great, she's doing well Takes the pressure off me In fact, I've got an internship Starting soon, but it's unpaid I just need a room in London And I don't suppose that your old flat there is still empty? Oh, um... Well... Actually, 
that's more of an investment property kind of thing. It actually works out better for us to keep it empty. A lot of our valuable stuff is in there and I just think it might get a little bit complicated. Look, I really wouldn't ask, but there's no other way to get my foot on the ladder. Well, technically, the rental value of that property is £2,000 PCM. So, <laughs> I mean... To write that off is a lot to ask of me. But you're not renting it out right now? Uh-huh. And, well, you live in New York, so it's... Uh-huh. <laughs> well, I mean, so you don't need them both. How can that be fair? But they belong to me, so why should you get a share? But you're not using it, why can't I have my chance? I'm sorry, that's not how it works. Look, it's not my fault if your parents gave you nothing. But if you shared, We'd both have something. Look, you can have it. Oh my god, thank you so much. I just need you to find the two grand a month, okay? Okay, bye. So that was Do You Want to Build a Landlord? The title we did not think through. Bye, Frisky and Manish. Thank you so much for listening, for giving us this time in your life. We hope you found it diverting, entertaining, thought-provoking even. Um, let us know what you think. We'd love to hear your thoughts on the issues. Mm. Issue uh, us with your thoughts, please. Yes, in a missive. On the social medias. Yes. Uh, <laughs> you can find us on Twitter at Frisky mm, Manish with an N and N in the middle because there weren't enough characters for and find us on Google, Frisky and Manage. Just Google. Find us on Google. Just find us on Google. You know what I mean? It's not hard. There. Like, people, yeah. what is wrong with you all? Yeah. Um, and um, if you are interested in uh, in housing reform and in, in agitating for that, then we direct you to Shelter, an amazing charity who are doing great yes. work in that field. And just keep tuning in because we've got so many more of these songs that we wrote. And we got a lot to, to say. <laughs> There's podcasts coming out of our asses. So. And they include nice songs, so that's nice. Exactly. Okay. Okay, bye. bye. If you'd like to support Frisky and Manish's future output, download the songs featured on this podcast at iTunes, Spotify, or any music streaming service worth its salt. You can also subscribe on YouTube, follow on Facebook, or come and see a live show. This podcast was written and presented by Laura Corcoran and Matthew Jones, and produced by Barry Hilton. All rights reserved, and please contact us for any copyright information. And... Don't sue us. Desconectado. 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 Desconectado.